0: i am your host carrie Scollin, giving us different perspectives on where we are and where we want to go on our journey thanks for being here and i look forward to spending some time with you hello everyone welcome to the founder series my name is carrie Scollin, and i will be your host today i have all my guests mean something to me, but sometimes some just are a little bit closer to the heart. That's who I have today, my dear friend Sharon Hobenshield Aoli. That is your name that you go by. I am so thrilled that you're here to share with us what um, the indigenous gift giving, uh, what it means to you, and and really help us understand what it means in your culture and the values that you um, that it brings. And I wanted to start off just by sharing a little piece of, I read an article and I have a book that you gave me that I absolutely love. Actually, let's get you on screen first and then I'll share that. So welcome, Sharon. Thank you for being here. <laughs> and I will, um, I'm so happy to have you. I One of the books that you gave me is this book, which I love this book. I keep it out because I can pick this up and read something and and see something different in it every time I read the words. And I heard something about that, that you can go back and read something and it's not that the words have changed, but it's you have changed. You Interpret the words. And I love that. And a lot of the words that I think you use and I've read and the article that you wrote and really to me what you you embody as a person just knowing you personally um I want to just read some of those words out for you um loved belonging uh witnessing values gratitude respect um I know mind body spirit is extremely important community Conversations, listening and learning, um, being open, and I love the word honoring. So those are just just words that that stuck or struck me, and I don't want to make it small, but it sums up to me just so much of who you are, and a piece of you. And so I want to share that with you. And now I welcome you to come in and share your story and and I know that you did a thesis your thesis on Indigenous gift giving and what that means so I would just love to hear what you have to say and where do you want to start yeah I think it goes back a long ways from the sounds of it
1: yes it does and and thank you for those kind words and yeah I'm just yeah thrilled to be here um, having the conversation with you and something uh, that's so important to me and just again has been such a big part of my life and that I think so uh, first of all I'll just start off with some protocol and that's uh yeah so I'm Sharon over traditionally traditionally was Aoli and I come from the house of Malik in the and First Nations in which is located in uh, northern British Columbia and uh um, that's on my mother's side and then on my father's side I have German Austrian roots so I have always um work and walked in what we call two worlds and um, and I feel the benefits of both of those worlds and and so uh, fortunate I think um, to have those experiences but certainly I think growing up um, was very much connected to my mom's um, family and culture we lived um, in close proximity to my my grandparents um, who were, were actually her grandparents but they raised her so she considered them mom and dad and I considered them um, my grandparents. And so, um, yeah, and I think, you know, again, back to, of course, as you grow back older, and you reflect back on your, you know, your values, and yep. uh, the foundation for how you want to, to live your life, I think just how much my grandparents um, created that foundation for w- what it means to be first, and also with my Indigenous identity, right? And so, um, again, I, I, you know, in, in that short article I shared with you, you know, I have memories of going to visit them and they didn't speak English. And so, um, but I would go into the house and um, my grandfather who was blind, I would walk, you know, would go give him a hug and he would feel my shoulders and feel my head and uh, every time. And he would uh, pray over me. And then, uh, um, you know, and then when I left, it would be the same process. He'd go and he, you know, envelop me in a hug and and pray over me um and with my grandmother um she was a bit she was less and more, a little more stoic and she would always be sitting by the window and and again I would go over and and, and not and she never I don't remember necessarily hugging me but I remember her always gifting me and it would be with um sometimes like you know she was one of those indigenous grandmas, always had like this uh like a I don't know, moose hide, rawhide kind of change person and tucked in her bosom and she'd pull out, you know, sometimes orders, sometimes rolled up dollar bills when we used to have those. And yeah. uh, But she'd sit at the window and she'd always have under the table that she sat at like this, I don't know, this wealth of, you know, whether it be fruit or candy or, you know, and and again, as, as she got older, she started to get dementia and she would sometimes gift me with things that, you know, were like like the orange would be rotten. Um, but by then, I I knew instinctively not to refuse that gift because to refuse that gift would be disrespectful to her and her acknowledgement of me that that um, yeah respect of acknowledge me as a family member as 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 somebody who she loved and that's how she showed mm-hmm. love and and how I would reciprocate that by accepting that orange and and similar when my grandfather would pray over me is is as a child, you learn not to squirm, you know, not to pull away and not even though I didn't understand what he was saying, that that you, you learned that by showing respect, you were reciprocating whatever he was giving to you in that moment.
0: Oh and my so, God.
1: Like, yeah.
0: tears because I, <laughs> I just feel that. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah, wow, that just, I don't know why I'm emotional, but that you could feel that, how you were explaining that. Um,
1: yeah yeah hmm. just gotta yeah. gather my thoughts here for a second yeah no problem and but I think the emotion comes from again which and again with walking into worlds I, what I really have gained from the indigenous side of, of my upbringing is is that heartfelt way that we walk in the world um and I think it does when you walk in that way it is emotional it does bring the tears that on my my dad's side we were taught you know, don't show emotion, don't show. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, which I think is part of kind of the teachings that indigenous people can offer the Western world who I don't think necessarily always want to work in that domain. Like Mm -hmm. others are searching to be more authentic and have that emotion in their daily life. And, and I'm not saying all comfortable. Yeah, exactly.
0: for, For some people that when you talked about your grandmother, your great grandmother, not comfortable with the physical Mm -hmm. but she but she had her own way of showing you know and it it Mm. just feels like you were you were so seen in that yes yes and somebody your great-grandfather who was blind but you still felt seen yeah like that's just that's just amazing to me that you were able to reflect on that now Yes. Maybe not realizing that as a young child, but to be able to look back at that, what a gift you were given, and what a gift you gave them by allowing that, right? Mm-hmm. Like you say, you are not you didn't pull away, even though you were you were young, but yeah. you learned that very soon. The I always get the word wrong, but recipro- reciprocity. Yeah, I know yeah. the word, but I I have a hard time saying. Yeah, it's it. a tongue twister for sure. It's always that, isn't it? It feels like it's always you're giving, you're taking, but there's a very, it's a, I don't know. It just feels like such a beautiful um, gifting Mm -hmm. with each other, whether it be
1: material or not. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that, again, if you could take that one step further, that exchange, that reciprocity, you know, again, in, in my teachings, I've learned that again, from an indigenous perspective, That is our responsibility, that reciprocity, not just with our human relations, but with the land and the trees and the spiritual realms is that continual recognition of that, all of our relations that, you know, that, that we're in this world with, and Mm -hmm. that um, if we pay attention, and again, Mm -hmm. listen, even though some, we're not understanding some of what you know nature, or the spiritual aspects have to offer us that we pay attention and that we and paying attentions means that's the reciprocity that we give to all our relations. so that and that's what creates the balance to our the way we live our life. and that's 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 then our responsibility is to walk in balance with all our relations, with the practice of reciprocity. and gifting is is the practice that then manifests that within our realities, every our everyday lives.
0: Well, the, the The connection that we're all one two mm-hmm. feels like that's a message as well, or that's what I'm taking, right?
1: Exactly. And that as humans, we are no are, you know we we're not more powerful than that tree that sits outside my window, right or or the Mother earth or yeah, yeah the ocean yeah. The exactly. Air,
0: I mean, yeah. everything, the yeah. air. oh I um there's there's um so many, I'm sure there's so many ways that we can go with this. One of the other things that I loved was, and you just kind of touched on it. it was the tradition um, is intended to balance the relationship and demonstrate respect for all things and all people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. so can you talk a little bit about um, the commitment that you have um, and and it it's honoring your ancestors. The sacral laws. I think that you mentioned in that, like, how do you do that? How do you embody that? Is it something that you just know because it's, it's in you or do you practice it or like, how do you pass that on to us and your generations to come? Like, can you just help me kind of understand that a little
1: bit? Yeah, sure. And, and I, you know, I'll be the first to admit that I'm, that's a work in progress for me. It's, its um, um and I, most days I start off giving, you know, kind of prayers to the, and what I'm learning about prayer, again, from an Indigenous perspective, what I've been taught is that really that is about, that is about connecting. So my prayers are to, to the creator, to a higher peer, but also to the spirits and the ancestors and mother earth and the trees. So that, that in that prayer i'm recognizing all my relations right from the get-go and if i can you know the teachings i hear from elders is: as soon as you step out of before your feet hit the ground in the morning you Mm -hmm. start acknowledging through the gratitude by thanking the day you know looking out your window and thanking the day the sun for rising you know for the trees for being there to give you oxygen all those things and and you know your home and your family and all of those things and that in itself is connecting you again to all my relations and that you're beyond just yourself. And mm-hmm. I think if, for me, if I can get in that, that's the first piece is if I can start my day in that way, mm-hmm. then I find I can be more cognizant and heart connected to the connections mm-hmm. of the people that I, and so it's, it, and it shows up, I think, Carrie in ways that again, if I go to work, And if I, again, cognizant, then when I walk into the building or if I go get gas, Mm -hmm. um, I don't just do the transactional thing with the person behind the thing, but I'm making a connection. Good morning. How are you? Right. Thank you. You know, thank you for your service or, you know, just again, that's how I think it shows up in the everyday. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, at work, I walk in and I don't just get on, get on my computer, log in and start with tasks that are before me, but I'm connecting somehow with the people that surround me. And again, driving to work, I'm recognizing like, what's this guy doing? Like what's, you know, those types of things. And I think that's, again, may sound really small, Mm -hmm. um, but I think it really does just start off that way. And I think then if you, again, what I see with the elders who do that, that have that practice, then they just embody this, this connectedness and this goodness that people just want to be in there, be with them, right, and, mm-hmm. and embrace, and and mm-hmm. it's just so that those elders, when you when again when you sit down and go to them, you just feel you can. That's just so accessible to, and I think that's that's how it shows up. And again, for me, that's what I'm working towards. Mm-hmm. But I I I have to say, most days I wake up and I'm thinking about my to do list. So it it really is a practice that's not, and I think. You know, again, for some people who, again, elders who, you know, live that life more traditionally, which I've been kind of again in those two worlds, it's it's somewhat easier. But at the end of the day, I, I can't make that as an excuse. It's a practice, just like anything. Right?
0: Yeah, just like just like anything. And I, I, what again? What I'm getting from that is, you allow the person to be seen who's in front of you. Right. And I don't think there's, there's anything more special or than, than that feeling of being seen yourself.
1: Right. Mm -hmm.
0: And you're giving that gift by seeing those people in your day-to-day transactions. And it, it could be a smile. It could be just looking somebody in the eye. It there's, there's so many ways that we can do that, Mm -hmm. that we get busy and we get in our head and we, Yeah. So I love that you say it's a practice. It's, you know, you've been raised with it, Mm
1: -hmm. but you
0: still, you still need to consciously practice it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And by starting your day off like that, I can see how that grounding practice. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've started meditating in the morning again, because I really miss that practice. Of doing that, and that's what that does for me. It it grounds me and sets my intention for the day.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that when
0: you go out into the world, people want to be seen. They want to feel like they belong. They they Mm -hmm. want to be heard, and I think that's such a beautiful gift Mm -hmm. to be able to give somebody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So that's
0: back into the gift.
1: Yeah, exactly. Giving
0: and receiving, which I just I just love that, and so much of that. I love hearing from you because it's so um, it's just a part, part of who you are, but we're all human.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we
0: still, It's okay when we don't, you know, we're not doing that all the time, but you, your awareness brings you back to it. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And and again, that's been wonderful teachings from the elders too, is that, you know, in this, this notion of goodness, it's not, it, it's not a natural thing. And it's not, and you know, we have to, accept our flaws because it's not about being perfect (laughs) it's about learning right from Mm -hmm. from those moments when we our mind strays and yeah so
0: and and you also touched on that it's not necessarily just material stuff
1: yeah exactly yeah although I I think you know i would say that so some of those things i talked about are more implicit kind of in your daily life but i think like where you'll see the explicit um practice of gifting show up is in our ceremonies right so in a, in our feast halls where again and it it's it's those explicit practice of gifting gifting um really is you know where we're showing that we're living our laws are living our values those teachings so so I'll give you an example of that. Like in our feast hall, we, um, if we're hosting, my family is hosting, um, we are, we bring in food, we feed people, which again is a common kind of cultural element, but we would have, we'd have stacks of bread, crackers, fruit. So we give all that out so that we're, those people in the, our community, our families, they're going home with what we call supper, which is left like you know, things to take home and yeah. they have enough food to feed their family for a week. And that again is, so again, we are gifting them because they, they are gifting us by showing up, yeah. you know, honoring and witnessing the work that we have to do is, which is part of our culture and our tradition, like maybe raising a pole or giving out names. So in return we reciprocate by gifting them with, with important things of gifting. And sometimes then it's things like it might be blankets or, um, you know household items or you know pools or what have you to Mm -hmm. again um, which would be special gifts for the particular families that may have um, supported you in a in a more significant way Mm -hmm. so again it 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 does build um, and some of those gifts but again they're all intended to you know support you know life and Mm -hmm. and kinship ties and relational ties to our families and to our communities, and and the thought that goes into those gifts,
0: yes, exactly, very important, right? It's yes. the the intention, but it's also there was some thought put into yes. how that can help the person. Yes, and again, honor, honor comes to mind too. That yes, word,
1: yes, yes, and preparation hard. too, right? So again, like I I remember my granny and I remember my aunties and now and my mom. And um, and I'm starting to try, but they would have these rooms where they would always have the gifts and they would sometimes they would even have them labeled before, because, again, as, as someone may have, have helped them out, you know, um, they'll, they'll say, oh, I got it. So, to, to, again, to show, demonstrate, re- reciprocate and acknowledge that. Um, mm-hmm. And to me, what I've learned, making that public in the feast halls, then, again, is demonstrating the value of reciprocity and respect. Mm-hmm. So the gift becomes kind of inconsequential to what, you know, what the exchange of relationship and respect for each other. Um, But it it is the demonstration of in a public setting. So, yeah. And the feeling. Yeah, exactly. I mean, is there a better feeling
0: than giving somebody something?
1: Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah.
0: I don't know if there's a better feeling than that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's again like, you know, like the book that I gave you. And that that's you know, I I love to be able when I, you know, see things that I think again, I have a relationship with someone I know they would, you know, would value that, then it's to gift someone in that one. It doesn't have to be a birthday. It doesn't have to be a mm-hmm. you no, know, it's it's just again a gift of of relationship and it's it's very cool.
0: I did, well, and I'm gonna I'm gonna share a couple of the um the gifts that I've received from you. Along with the book that I showed at the beginning, because I love it, but your gift of friendship for sure, your gift of um, mentorship because I do really value your your thoughts and your ideas, and um, I I know I also reached out to you when I needed a reference letter. Oh, right. And the gift of your words in that reference letter, I still keep because. I made a copy for myself because I thought if I am ever feeling down, <laughs> I'm pulling out that reference letter that Sharon wrote for me because it just makes me feel so good. So I thank you for that. And I also, um, I absolutely have to say thank you for the best sticky toffee pudding that I've ever <laughs> done. Apparently. And I was the biggest advocate for the Costco sticky toffee pudding and the, it doesn't even hold anything compared to yours. So I see you doing what you say you're doing. So walking your talk, you are embodying that. And I just love that you've given me so many different, um, different realms. I mean, the material, the book, but the words you've given me, the feelings that you've given me, the food that you've given me, like, I mean, you've given me every single thing that you've wrapped up in this conversation. So whether you're aware of that or not, when you look at it from my perspective, that's what you've given me and every one of them mean as much as the other one because of the thought that you put in to it when you chose to, to give that to me.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah. I really appreciate you saying that because I, 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 I guess I don't, I still, like I said, I, I, I still feel I don't show up in that way. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, like, I, I think I'm still really, but when I compare myself to my mom, who's one of the most generous people I know um, and, you know, other elders and people, I think, well, like, how do I be like that? Right. But so I really appreciate that, that there's some hope that I am actually living. <laughs> those values. <laughs> but I think, you know, I think, again, those are the, the, the ways is that, like those letters, as you say, and, you know, I, I worked in post-secondary for a lot, and lots of students have asked me to write reference letters, and I always, I don't just have in my file folder this, the standard form where I change the name, I really, because I think I, again, like, you know, you want to reflect the relationship, and the, and the strengths of people, and I think that's a wonderful way we can gift back, and yeah, so thank you for just making that even more, apparent that that's That's good
0: I'm glad I can remind you of (laughs) because sometimes we all need that little reassurance that we're we're doing we're doing what we are setting yes to do right and sometimes we we forget to acknowledge the role that you're playing right so if that helped you a little bit then I'm happy to have done that um I, I also would love for you just to, um we've got only like six minutes left, That's but I asked. know that you do a lot of work for the foundation. I know this goes way too fast. Yeah. It flies by, but so you work with a foundation mm-hmm. and yeah. does this, the gift given giving come up, show up in this area as well? It must, because it it must show up in every area that you're yeah. in when you're dealing with,
1: the uh, indigenous yeah, people. Exactly. Right? I mean, yeah, I yeah, so I um, yeah, so I work for the Kwamat Leyland Foundation, which works with nine coastal First Nations on Vancouver Island. And I've been there just over a year. And before that I was in post-secondary education, and which is when I wrote my doctorate on gifting, because again I could see the value of you know of the gifting process being so integral to the post-secondary context. Um, for how we acknowledge Indigenous knowledge systems and try to create some equity with Western systems and say, hey, we have something to offer. And, and that, only, that also would be relevant to Indigenous learners, but all learners. Um, but so when I moved to uh, the world of philanthropy, to be honest, I was kind of like, I didn't even think of, you know, I knew, gifting always is with me, but I didn't think how really the, the, those big concepts would, would translate and then of course then when I get in I'm like of course this translates right so the whole world of philanthropy is around you know to do good to be of service and I so there's lots of values that resonate I think what's really interesting and what I'm observing in in the philanthropy sector right now is that they're trying to move they they kind of got caught up in more of the transactional uh, mm-hmm. uh, practice of, of philanthropy where you know we give a mind we give you Money and you're gonna, you know, um, you name a building after us, and then send us the report. So it's 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 less again with those principles and values that I talked to around reciprocity and relationships, and really creating connection and, and sense of belonging for for people to be of service together. And uh, so that's where philanthropy is moving. So when I came and started learning that, I'm like, this is fantastic. Then all these values can translate and really, you know, and so yeah, so now in this in this new role I'm um really trying to capture in it make it go translate, you know, everything we've talked about. Like so that's always the thing is when you take anything from a particular cultural set, um, how do you translate that um to other people and other from other traditions? And so um but yeah I think it has a strong place to hold and I'm I'm figuring that out and I'm excited. Right yeah. about, about how we can further the the concept of indigenous gift giving in the philanthropic sector
0: and lead with that. Yes, and 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 the role that you're playing in making that connection, mm-hmm. so that it doesn't get lost in translation. You're still respecting and honoring where it started and what you learned. Right. So yeah. so you're you're bridging that gap of you're translating it, but you're also doing it in a very respectful way that that it can be more of a togetherness right yeah rather than yeah. losing something in the translation exactly becoming yeah. something that it's not originally meant to be
1: Does yeah that- exactly and i think you know just the one thing around truth and reconciliation right i think when the the nine uh, 94 calls to action came in 2016 people in the non-indigenous and certainly most recently with all the horrific you know stories of the You know, the grave sites that are being found, people are really non-Indigenous across the country, really are like, how do we activate the the truth and reconciliation calls to action? How do we be of service? How do we be a good community person? How do we right the wrongs and not repeat? And I think, um, again, the world of philanthropy can can offer that because, again, we invite you. And it's again, it's not just about offering resources, which is great. But it's about then how do we be in relation? How do we reciprocate then? What can we, how do we, again, be in relationship so that you're learning, again, some of the values that are so important to us and that that then translate from your tradition. So it's, again, not about us saying our values are better than yours, right. but what resonates like, and that's what you have identified, right? That certain things that resonate. So, and again, even with cultural appropriation, it's not about us sharing our culture with people that again could be because that's our culture and some of those teachings are sacred but yeah. our values in aren't sacred because everybody has values and that's yeah. that place of connection i think is but we sometimes have to create that space such as this to unpack how we those values and traditions came to be so which also makes connection but also distinction which we want to respect right so, oh beautiful
0: yeah. it's like you're you're bridging a gap of a space in the middle
1: to meet yeah yeah that's that's I think yeah that's my ultimate goal is to yeah and I think that's again as I talked about walking two worlds sometimes and again the risk of sounding super corny that's kind of what I think my life path is supposed to be right is bridging that gap is' based on the beautiful teachings I've had from both my families and oh,
0: uh, and th- there's a phrase that I want to wrap this up with because it and I don't know who said it, um, but it was, we're all here to walk each other home. Oh, I've never heard that. I love that. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just a beautiful, that's what we're here for, is to walk each other home. And I feel that by doing having these conversations, we're just we're just opening up the conversation yes. to see things a bit differently, to see it from a different perspective. And I also love that there's some things that you don't want to share because it is sacred. Yeah. And it is sacred for the indigenous peoples. And I just, I love that you honor that. Like mm-hmm. we're going to share and you take what you want. Yeah. There's some that we're going to keep for ourselves because that's okay. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I really, yeah, I just, I just love that. I absolutely love this whole conversation. I wish we could just keep going and going, So, <laughs> um, but we're out of time. So for those of you that are here, thank you so much for being here and we're going to have uh, Q&A after with Sharon. And if um, you're catching the replay, thank you so much. Sharon, thank you so much for, for sharing with us your wisdom and your knowledge. And everybody out there that's watching, always remember that you're more than enough as is. Thank you. And we will see you next week.